Hello, and welcome to the 11th episode of the Not Your Mama's Gamer podcast, a podcast where we talk about games and gaming from a feminist perspective. I'm Samantha Blackman, one of your co-hosts. I am an associate professor at Purdue in wonderful West Lafayette, Indiana, where I um, specialize in minority rhetorics and digital humanities. And this evening, as usual, I am joined by my two wonderful co-hosts, Alex Lane and Sarah White. I, before, this is Alex Lane. Before I say anything, I would like to say that you just called us wonderful and you've been trash-talking me all day long. So I don't buy one (laughs) bit of what you just said. So besides that, I mean, you know it's true. Alex, uh, uh, I'm Alex. Um, I'm a PhD student at Purdue. Uh, I write about video games, gender, and so forth, things like that. Um, I am finding it hard to concentrate on this introduction because I'm thinking about this new game I'm playing, which I'm very excited to talk about. And that's all. Okay. Well, I am Sarah White, and I teach creative writing and composition up here in the fair city of Westville, Indiana. And um, I don't really have much else to say about that, but... <laughs> you sounded really depressed when you talked about your city that you lived in. Oh, okay. Well, is it so it, exciting. Westville. <laughs> is it small? I have never been there. It's very small. I live in Michigan City, which is about 10 miles, I think, to the north. Mm-hmm. And we're also very small. But we're bigger than Westville, which has, like, a liquor store and a bar and everything required for a good like time. a mart yeah and that's about it <laughs> so yeah, a bar a stoplight and a mcdonald's ba- yes we do have a mcdonald's <laughs> so yeah no yeah we've got everything you need up here and it's a great i mean it's a great college don't get me wrong so, yeah that's that's me and who i well great so tonight we'll do our usual we'll do our what you've been playing what you've been reading and our favorite uh segment what you've been drinking or what are you drinking? Uh, and then we'll move on to talk um, about a couple of news items and our topic of the week, which is the topic we've been hinting at for several uh, for several episodes now and have never fully gotten into. But I think it'll be a lot of fun to talk about tonight. Um, so first off, what you've been playing. And since Alex is dying to tell us about what she's been playing. We'll let her go first. Well, I want to talk about two games that I've been playing and just creaming Samantha Blackman at. Oh, you wish. Every single step of the way. In fact, I walked in and there was like a single tear down her cheek today after I just crushed her again. Um, I'm lying, of course. None of that's happening. (laughs) (laughs) She has beaten me thoroughly in every single battle, but I still enjoy the game. So, So game number one, it is an iPhone game and it is called Hanging with Friends. And this this game, um, what you do is you you have certain letters, just like a just kind of like a Scrabble. You have like eleven letters or something, and you make a word. And then the other person has to try and um, they pick letters, like a Wheel of Fortune, pick letters until they get what the word is. And Samantha is incredible at this game. <laughs> we have played several games and she has gotten one word wrong. Phase. That is the only word. She I has can, a PhD. It, yeah. It's it's incredible. And she comes up with these words against me. Like, I'll read the list of words you've come up with against me right here. French, harpies, blazer, quill, 
wombs and gauntly. What does gauntly even mean? That's not even a word. Yeah. I, I have things like craft and mask <laughs> and saw. That's because you're a PhD student. <laughs> that's, that's, I guess we know why one of us has a PhD and one of us does not. Um, but it's free. It's a super fun iPhone game. If you're familiar with uh, the people who make uh, words with friends or chess with friends. Um, this is this is by them also. You have to sit through like a half a second of ad at the end of each turn, but man, it's or pay you know, for it. Which or which, pay for it. And like I said, and 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 I am playing this game as well. But I was going <laughs> to buy the game, but for some reason my phone was acting funky and wouldn't let me buy. It. And I was like, oh, I'll buy it when I get home because they announced the game and they they showed the thing and I downloaded it immediately because what it is is basically fancy hangman. Well, it's like um, Fancy Hangman, Wheel of Fortune, and um, Scrabble. Scrabble, because you get po- you also get points for the words that you make. Mm-hmm. Um, like double word and yeah, triple word it's scores. very fun, right? So I was going to buy it. It was like 99 cents. I was like, okay, I'll buy it on my machine when I get home. By the time I got home, like two hours later, they had raised the price to $1.99. Oh, what a bunch of jerks. And I was like, see, just for that, I'm not buying it. I'm going to play the free version. Well done. <laughs> yeah, that's, exactly. that's really crazy. I was like, this is really fun. I'll go ahead and give them my 99 cents and get rid of the ads. Because, you know, I did this. I did the same thing with Words of the Friends as I paid. I actually bought the iPad version, which was more. I think it was like $1.99 or $2.99 or $3.99, something like that, instead of the 99 cent version. So I actually bought the iPad version. But for some reason, when you, well, I understand, I, I don't, I, but the thing is, is when you buy the iPad version, you would think they would remove the ads from the other version as well, the version that's on your phone, but they don't. Oh, that sucks. So, and I said, well, they're not getting another 99 cents out of me, so I still have ads on Words with Friends on my phone. But, yeah, so they raised the price, like, in two hours, from 99 cents to $1.99, all in the same, it, like... I downloaded it because I got an announcement on Words with Friends when it was when it was released. Mm-hmm. So I downloaded it right away because I was ha- I just happened to be playing Words with Friends at the time. And then I said, "Okay, it's really fun. I played like one or two hands." I said, "I'll give them my 99 cents." You know, got to su- mm-hmm. got to support developers that give you fun games. But then like 2 hours later, they had hiked the price and it pissed me off, so mm-hmm. they didn't get it. <clears throat> but so I guess we might as well go into what about what I've been playing. I too have been playing. Um, oh, but you're not finished, Alex, because I know you've been playing. Well, you know else. what? We've been playing the same game, so why don't you go ahead? Okay, so the second game that Alex and I have both been playing is I, I heard about it a while ago, and I didn't get around to trying it until last night because I haven't really been on Facebook much. Yes, folks, it's a Facebook game. Empires and Allies. It's a Zynga game. There's nothing wrong with Facebook games, by the way. But I'm sorry. Well, I don't. <laughs> there was nothing wrong there. with Facebook games. You're right. Empires and Allies. I am totally and completely hooked on this game. It is so fun. It is like a combination of. Mm, there's a little bit of Farmville because you have crops that you build with your farms, but that's only one little section. Mm-hmm. That you that's only one little section, so it's really not and a you lot don't of have farming. to tend to them or anything. Right, you don't have to tend to them, you just click on them and and so on. Um, there's a little bit of cityville in that you do have to build um, 
like barracks for your army. Factories and stuff. You build like factories, you build like oil refineries, lumber mills, that kind of stuff. It's and like command, like the first Command and Conquer. It's, is it's, what it reminds exactly, me. it's a lot like Command and Conquer. It's like Command and Conquer meets Risk. Yes. Which, which is as amazing as it sounds. <laughs> and it is pretty freaking amazing. Of course, you know, they, they, you still have energy to use and you get points and you get, and you can still buy more stuff. And yeah, it's pretty addictive. I have not paid money for this game. Is that a lie? Yet. No, it's not. Oh. It's not. Well, I, couldn't, I, I couldn't read your tone say, there. What? Yeah. I have not paid money for this game. Will you? But I have to. I have to say, I'm tempted. So I'm tempted <laughs> right this moment. I'm like looking at it, thinking I could just crush Samantha's armies if I had a little bit more energy. Uh huh. Um. And you can, you can, you not only play against the computer, but you can also invade your friends. Uh, territories. <laughs> and isn't that, it's weird because it's like allies, you're allies but you can fight each other. So of course Sam, being the bully she is keeps beating mm-hmm. up on my tiny little weak empire. So if mm-hmm. anybody li- is listening, you should friend me on Facebook and be my neighbor and not Sam's. <laughs> yeah. Poor thing. That's that's really sad. Wah, the wah, wah, Sam story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aww. Yeah. Alex, yeah. Alex makes a bit of a baby. <clears throat> poor, poor, <laughs> <laughs> poor Alex. It's gonna work on somebody. Somebody will friend me. Uh-huh. Right? I, I just want to Yeah, I'm trying to help you. <laughs> so yeah, this game is awesome. So I've been playing that. I've also been playing a Billy Valet Noir. Um, I've done more sleeping while I turn it on, and the and see that's that's a. L.A. Noir is kind of a bad game to play when you're really tired. <laughs> yes, well, I would agree the, with that. Yeah. A, aside from the fact that um, I don't read people, I don't read my people when I'm interrogating very well when I'm tired. But the soundtrack for this game is amazing. It is amazing. The music is amazing. It's great. It's kind of jazzy, bluesy, 1940s. Um, you know, 1940s gin joint kind of music, you know, complete with the, you know, with the drugged out, uh, with the drugged out uh, diva singer, who in this case yeah. is not the Billie Holiday, but is a German woman. Yeah. Um, Elsa. I can't remember what her last name is. But the soundtrack is amazing, but it's so freaking relaxing that it will put me to sleep. Mm-hmm. It is really relaxing, and and it's a like we talked about um like the whole last episode. It's very fun, but it's not like a quick game. Like you don't get the adrenaline, and you don't get into it no. in the same yeah. way as you do like a first person shooter or WoW or something. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, does this mean it's my turn? Um, I'm trying to think if I've been playing anything else. I was playing that. Um, I feel like it's been so long since we talked. There's got to be more things. I know it's been like three weeks. I know. Um, Oh, what else have I been playing? I've been playing iPhone games, a lot of iPhone games. I bought a million years ago and finally played a bit of Infinity Blade, um, which was the super duper. uh, Here's here's like the perfect example of the greatness that can be games on the iPhone, um, which is is pretty fun. Um, There's lots of tapping and lots of... uh, 
cutscenes basically put together to form a game. But you know what? When you're when you kind of when you're kind of trapped in a place with not many games um, and not much to do, um, then you know it makes it makes it makes for pretty good entertainment. So I've been playing that on my on my iPhone. Um, I bought some other stuff for my iPad. I bought Sword and Sorcery uh, because it's, it's which is a, an adventure game, an action adventure game uh, of the old school style. Um, and it's a, it's a, I haven't had a chance to play it yet. But one of the reasons I bought it is supposed to be a solid adventure game one, but it's also supposed to have an amazing soundtrack. Um, and that's I, and I bought it for the iPad. I bought the iPad version, but I haven't had a chance to play that yet. Um, what I'm really, really, really waiting for is Sunday, because Sunday, Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time 3DS comes out, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and I will be the person standing there waiting, waiting for my copy. <laughs> I actually, depending on you know, depending on how things are going at my house and whether or not I'm the only adult in the house, I might go, <laughs> I might go to Walmart at midnight on Saturday and buy that. You but if I'm the only adult, I have to wait until Sunday. That's intense. Because I, uh, I, I'm not, I'm not a horrible enough parent to drag my kid out uh, in the. <laughs> you <laughs> should come with me to Black Friday shopping sometime, Sam, and I see all the kids out Black there at Friday shopping. What's it? You love it? I love Black Friday. Me too. Last year I got in a fight with this like six foot five tall redheaded guy. (laughs) And I I was like, I think I was like drunk. I was so tired. And I was like with my mom and mother-in-law and I started cussing at him because he was trying to cut in line. Like, you're a cutter. You're nothing but a cutter. (laughs) Cut in line. (laughs) See, that's why you can't take Alex Lane anywhere. That's what I'm saying. She's kind of intense. Oh, Oh, yes, you're right. Um, But... But so I was going to respond to you're talking about your old school game. Uh, did anybody catch the interview with um, with John Hare? Um, it was on one of the last Matt chats. No, he, I didn't. It's a so it'll be a several part thing, but it's it's the stupidization of the video games industry. And he talks about, like, the old school games, like you were just talking about, Sam, versus, like, FPSs and console games. And it's like, any, any, and he's talking about like dumbing down of games. Oh yeah. And like, there's no challenges. There's nothing new. And after like the Genesis and the PlayStation, um, everything just went horribly downhill. And there's no intellectualism in games. So I, I it's controversial. It's kind of incendiary. So yeah. Um, I, I I'm sorry if I had been doing my homework, I would have posted that to you guys earlier. But anywho, oh. anywho, See, now I'm gonna have to listen to that one. I know. I'm sorry. Ooh. I I just posted up now, so you should have it now. But anyway, that's something interesting to check out. Day late and a dollar short, Alex Lane. Day late and a dollar short. Uh, that is my no. model for life. That's the story. <laughs> yeah, that's the story this week. <laughs> okay, first of all, let's just get this out. <laughs> we were yeah. <laughs> what are we getting out in the open, Alex Lane? <laughs> so at ten o'clock on a Monday night, Alex Lane likes to play mm-hmm. ping pong. Um, I, I invited a friend over who was very good at ping pong and we played several matches into the evening. And, mm-hmm. um, and so I go up to go to bed at about 11 cause that's usually my bedtime, even though it's 11 now. <coughs> and, um, I check my phone and I have like 50 drunken messages Uh-oh. and a bunch what? of, <laughs> drunken? 
and a bunch of missed calls and texts because we were supposed to record the podcast last night and I totally spaced it and played ping pong all night and I'm very sorry that you guys sat here and waited for an hour but luckily you had booze right it was awkward because like I said Samantha and I we know each other but it's not like we're besties and so we're sitting here like how are we gonna make small talk yeah like you know it was I'm really (laughs) sorry so I am I'm because definitely clearly I am very difficult store. to talk to. <laughs> the thing is, Sam, you just—you're just not friendly in the conversation. No, no <laughs> that, that is not true at all. That is not true. If you just said what you were thinking once See, in a while, it would be okay. Yeah, <laughs> Samantha, if you just stopped holding back, we could all get along better. <laughs> you're so shy. Uh-huh. Well, all so anyway, I apologize to everyone for that. Well, at least we got that out in the open. I wish I had a better story than was playing ping pong in my basement, but <laughs> I know I would love to play ping pong for a night. Ping so it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Well, I guess I'll jump in. I've been playing Airline Noir as well because we're still, you know, all I think slogging through. Mm-hmm. And um, I have reached now the point. You, you know, last time we spoke, everybody and I said, "Oh, it's not that violent." You guys are like say what so yeah i've gotten to the point where it's like violent (laughs) and graphic and there are naked people and there's hello pubic hair you know like the pubic hair for some reason really disturbed me too (laughs) more than anything else in the game i was like whoa (laughs) oh yeah and i was like whoa and the other thing that bothered me and it made me think of samantha's post is like he you know how he kind of has his little finger pointing when he's looking for evidence yeah well, if he if you hover over the boobs, he makes like a little like a little scrunchie. He with does his, not. He does hold him. I mean, I don't know if he does it over any other any other evidence, but he totally does it with the boobs. And I'm like, I don't believe ah. you. Well, <laughs> I I read Samantha's post, and I'm like, all right, okay, I'll give this a fair shake. And I'm like, oh, you know, like I was hovering, and I'm like, did he just do a scrunchie on the boob? You know what I mean? Like, because if you hover. I don't know. I mean, anyway, it's something to consider. Anyway, it is very violent of a game. And um, still, but you are not required to do a whole lot of acts of violence yourself. And that was my point, for, you know, overall. Is that, That's true. Yeah, maybe you shoot at a couple of perps, you know. But you're not. I mean, if it was any other, like Grand Theft Auto, you'd be the one that was, you know, hitting the the woman with a tire iron. You know what I mean? Like. So, yeah, and I still respect how they have put this together. And then I've also been playing, um, uh, well, my for my birthday, okay, I admit, my parents bought me the Lego uh, Pirates of the Caribbean and Harry Potter. And I'm not going to get any judgment from us on what game you're playing. Well, I uh, guess I shouldn't speak for Sam, but <laughs> hey, I well, I'm not going to judge you. I have a really a soft spot. For the Lego games. Okay, I do. I mean, the Lego Star Wars, I laughed out loud. So I've been playing the Lego Pirates of the Caribbean, and there's everything you would expect. It's hilarious. They've got a little drunken Lego, um, you know, uh, Johnny Depp. I mean, it it's totally worth it. I have been enjoying it to no end. And then um, the other thing that I was doing last week um, during my office hours, as I went to the site, you know, Addicting Games, and... I love, I don't know why, but I love playing the little video game pool. Mm-hmm. So, 
I found one. I'm like, ah. So I've been playing pool against the computer during my office hours. And um, <laughs> and one of my students came in and I was like, I'm not playing online pool. And I, you know, closed it real quick. Um, so, yeah, no. It's I respect that. Online pool is really hard. Well, yeah, it is. And I haven't played uh, it in a few years. I guess it might be better now. Well, it's kind of neat, and I get, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of addicted to that. Because I did try to play a couple of the hidden object ones that, that were free, and I was like, these are lame. So then I played the pool game and made me think of uh, when uh, Nyx was open down in uh, West Lafayette. I used to go down there and get me a pitcher of beer and pop a little quarters in the jukebox and play pool all night, so... Yeah, that sounds awesome. Relive those glory days. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Which we should mention that we, for real, are recording perhaps from the bar, perhaps from my front yard. Um, but there will be drinks, there may be pool, yes. and there will definitely be some crazy antics. Sneaky, sneaky. So there will be sneaky, sneakies. Hey. And that will be happening next week. As long as I, I mean, can drive. <laughs> like I said, I will enlist a sober cab. That's right. We will make sure that Sarah doesn't start any fights as she is want to do. No, call people. <laughs> so we don't we will take everybody's phone. No one. I don't want anybody drinking and texting or drinking and dialing. That's right. No drunk, drunk dialing, dialing no. no drunk Facebooking. That's right. Drunk booking is, is not okay. So, yeah, that's what I've been playing. <laughs> cool. So that's what we've been playing. Uh, what about reading, folks? What you've been reading? I've been reading the lamest stuff ever. I will tell you what I read today. Uh, Joseph Campbell and Blair and that Watley. That's, did you say that's not lame? Is Campbell lame? I don't, I don't know. Campbell's pretty lame. Well, he's foundational. For, well, we don't need to get into that discussion. <laughs> but I'm studying for my prelims, so I've been reading a lot of that. Um, but, but actually recently I got to read some, reread some Play-Doh, which was kind of fun, I guess, but I have not been doing any game reading. So mostly just history of rhetoric stuff, which I'll probably be reading all summer. Uh, Well, I'll tell you what I've been reading. I haven't been reading, uh, specific game stuff. Um, I don't know why. Um, well, I've been busy. Uh, but what I have been reading, hold on a second, is uh, a fun, a fun, well, fun in the, um, like fun and fundamental, fun as in fundamental, <laughs> fun as in this, you know, this person agrees with me kind of fun way is uh, Cinderella ate my daughter. Uh, uh-huh. uh by uh, what is this you don't know cinderella yeah. ate my daughter Mm-mm. yeah um it's got the subtitle of dispatches from the front lines of new girly girl culture uh by peggy ornstein cool. um and it's really interesting is she's a she's a journalist um uh, uh, who published an, an article um first i think like in the new york times about what she called princess culture or princess mania, I think is what she called it. Oh, sure. Um, and you know how the kind of the princesses were taken over and how it started with the Disney princesses, um, and how, you know, how 
interestingly enough, Disney has started to started to market their princesses all together as um, the Disney princesses rather than separately with their individual stories. Yes, they um, certainly have been. Uh, but you know, kind of like I said, it, like the subtitle says, it's all about girly girl, girl culture, and she she admits that when she herself was expecting. She kept saying, I want a boy, I want a boy, I want a boy. But then she realized what she really wanted was a girl, but she didn't want a girl because she didn't want her to be a girly girl or get, and get mm-hmm. caught up in princess culture. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, it just kind of, it kind of strikes home for me, interestingly enough. I don't agree with everything Lorenstein says in any way, shape, or form. Not everything. She she says some interesting things, and she says some really funny things about princess culture and the way our ch- children, especially our girls, get gendered um, in the United States in in the world where everything is Pepto pink and 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 kids are vomiting up Barbies. Um, but yeah. you know, it, it really makes you think, um, and and I think that's been one of the most fun things about it because it makes you makes you think on a number of different levels. Like, do I do that, and why do I do that kind of thing? Um, but it, but for me, it's an affirmation or a reaffirmation. It makes me know how very right I am, um, yeah. <laughs> all the time. But it's been a lot of fun. <laughs> it's been a lot of fun to read it, um, and. Uh, and there's some interesting things going on. I, I'm reading, of course, on um, on uh, the Kindle app on my iPad because uh, since I have literally packing boxes, moving boxes full of books that are not research-related, <laughs> I try to buy all my non-research-related books on uh, electronically so that I can start to cut down on the number of um, paperback books that I have that are taking over my house. And that's what I've been reading this week. Well, I should say that uh, I have not been reading a whole lot myself. I've been reading what video games have been in the news. Um, But, yeah, I mean, right now it's summer, so I've been teaching, you know, composition. And I've, I've, I've looked online to see what news is out there. And I've been playing L.A. Noir, but I haven't been... Uh, you can tell it's the beginning of summer break by how much we're all reading. We're like, well, yeah, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yeah. So, like, I haven't so no, I haven't a book been in as... twelve weeks. I know. Well, what I what I read today was Carmilla, which is a vampire story from eighteen seventy two. It was really cool, but it has nothing to do with video games. So, but Alex, I think you are more attuned to, to... The reading. To oh. reading? No, oh, I did my reading already. I was reading lame stuff. Remember? Oh, that's right. What? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like trying to play this game right now, hanging with friends, and it's hung up and it won't load. It's been doing this for like an hour. It's very frustrating. I think like what happened is Sam beat me so many times and so many times in a row that it like felt bad for me and pretended like it broke. (laughs) That used to happen to me with uh, chess with friends. Like I would be playing with my brother, who's a who's a math teacher and he would just crush me every time, but then they would, he would, it would accidentally delete all the old games. And so it looked like he didn't beat me at all. It was quite nice. Thank you with friends. That's nice of you. Uh huh. Blame it. Well, then there's not been much reading going on. (laughs) So what has been going on, Sarah, do you want to start off our next segment? Uh, what you been drinking? 
<laughs> she was like, oh, the shit, what am I supposed to do? Would be what you've been drinking. Sarah's answers a lot, but you could probably expand upon Which is Alex's addition to our uh, agenda. And so, uh, well, I'm just drinking lemonade right now. So. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what you lushes are partaking in, but well, let's pretend we were recording last night when we were supposed to. <laughs> what were you drinking? Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not buying. The, I'm not buying the. I'm just drinking lemonade thing. What? What have Is this you like been a Jack in? and lemonade, like a Lynchburg lemonade? No, totally, totally lemonade. Oh, you are such a liar. Recording. No, just uh, really, I, I am being semi good right now, so. As of, this, as of this second, but five minutes ago, <laughs> I set it down. I'm not swallowing anything. Yes. I am completely not drinking anything. <laughs> I like how your voice keeps going up when you say that. <laughs> like, I am not drinking anything. <laughs> which, which means she's been drinking vodka lemonades again. <laughs> oh, I think Sam just nailed it. Yeah, well, <laughs> that would be. It happens. It happens. It does happen. So. Yeah, but what what are you drinking, Alex Lane? Here's what I am doing at the moment. I am, <laughs> shh, I, I am trying. I get teased a lot because I drink my scotch with ice. Um, I get teased a lot from these two because the ice makes clinking noises while we are recording. Um, yeah. So I poured myself a very small, because I, I don't want to drink too much tonight, very small glass of scotch to drink it neat tonight but previous before like like half hour ago if we had done this segment i would have been drinking um skim milk because we made toll house cookies tonight oh i was eating cookies and milk and now i'm drinking neat scotch oh. which i just you know i like the ice i guess what kind of scotch do you drink um right now i'm drinking it's called a spell spay spray goose i forgot i forgot what it's what? called <laughs> Spray goose? I don't know. <laughs> like gray spell, goose? Like Spellbinder spell goose? I'm, uh, when, when, I'll go look. Like brand I'll, I know. <laughs> I'll go run to the kitchen quick and look at someone's That's spray hilarious. goose. Spray goose. goose. <laughs> it's, a fa- it's, it's a pretty fancy one. <laughs> Not called okay, spray it, goose. It totally sounds like it. You know? <laughs> spray goose I'll sounds go- <laughs> I'll go get. I'll go get it in a minute. That's all. Well, uh, Samantha, where are you on this whole drunkenness? I know about what Sam's drink. I want Sam's drink. You do. Mm-hmm. Well, tonight I'm drinking something different from what I was drinking last night when we were supposed to record. <laughs> tonight I've actually returned to the Jeremiah weed because I'm trying to finish this bottle up that's like taking up my fridge. Um. So, and I bought like a gallon of it when I bought it the first time. And it's like the only time I really drink is when we're podcasting. So I'm drinking Jeremiah weed again this week, but with a twist. Instead of drinking Jeremiah weed mixed with lemonade to to make it more sneaky, sneaky and less obvious, obvious. Tonight (laughs) I mixed it with iced tea. Which Obviously. did indeed make it very sneaky, sneaky. Um, Spayburn. It's called Spayburn. <laughs> what? I don't know. What and there's know. a picture of a goose on it. That is why I was confused. Her scotch. A scotch. Spayburn. Oh, 
Sarah forgot okay. already. She was like, what the <laughs> No, hell? no, I do remember. How many lemonades have you had? <laughs> no, I remember, but I'm listening to the episode. I'm like, what? Spayberg. I'm sorry. Spayberg? No, no, no. I ran back in the room and then shouted. I don't it. even know what's... Is that a good brand? Spray? I don't. It's it's like it's only like twenty so like twenty two bucks or something for a seven fifty, and uh, it's like a single malt scotch. It's now. it's it comes in like a container outside of the bottle, which mm-hmm. is how I usually judge my scotches. Yeah. Like you know, like if they come in a box, uh, or this two, comes, or two. This kind of this thing. one comes in a tube. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I see it. It's also how I judge my wine if it comes in a box, but yeah, box wine is. is <laughs> Good. There's nothing <laughs> I personally like Carlo Rossi, and everybody makes fun of me for that. Totally I'm like, scotch on the rocks, and that's what you drink. Wow, that's intense. Yeah, you're hardcore, Alex Lane. Well, you know, I actually I tr- I practiced before I came to grad school. I'm like, this is what people are going to be doing, and they're going to have well, like, no, you're right, and tweed jackets, and so. And well, Samantha's scotch. evidence of that. That's right. Samantha has a tweed jacket and drinks. You know, she drinks neat. Though I imagine, yeah, I do drink mine along with everybody else. I'm practicing. Okay, I drink my my scotch neat. I drink my whiskey for the most part neat. You'll get there, Alex. You know, it takes a little practice. It's all you'll get there. And then when I want to go back to my uh, old school uh, lesbian bar days, it's uh, (laughs) shots of Jack and uh, MGD backs. Okay, first of all. That is so much more hardcore than anything I have ever drank in my entire life. But Alex, what they and, don't. And, and, and uh, <laughs> Miller Genuine Jeff Bax. Oh, Alex, what, what they don't tell you is that part of your defense is they're going to pour you a whiskey, they're going to pour you a beer, and they're going to pour you a boiler maker, and they're going to say, okay, show us how it's done. And that's, that's how you get through is that true, Sam? You're my advisor. No, we're doing Irish car bombs. <laughs> oh my god! If the test, if my dissertation defense is about Irish car bombs, I will win. Okay, you win by puking, uh, right? See, now I did not get a PhD because I couldn't do it. That's why I only have an MFA. Yeah. So they have the 24-hour prelim exam coming up. So what we really do is go in there and then we just show right. that we can drink for 24 hours. That's right. People day. don't tell you that, tell Alex, you? but I'm telling you. You you wouldn't I'm, have that for a dissertation defense, Alex Lane, because I have not had an Irish car bomb since a very fateful day in a little in a little hole in a wall bar in Anchorage, Alaska. <laughs> what the f? How have I not heard this story? What? Awesome. Who cares about video games and sex? There's a little bar in Alaska. <laughs> And I will never tell you. All righty then. Okay, so next week we're going to get Sam really drunk and ask her this story. <laughs> That's right. We got to do it. We got to start early, Alex. Coming up next week. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's Irish car bomb story. Woo! That sounds good. All right. So, um, let's cover some interesting <laughs> news things. <clears throat> um. And I think I had a couple of, we're going to do, I think, do these fairly quickly. I'm going to throw out a couple of them. I think two of the, the most interesting things in the last couple of weeks for me have been, um, one, I think this is interesting for a number of reasons. The the MPD numbers um, came out for May of 2011, of course. Mm-hmm. And the top selling game with, I think, 899,000 copies, I think, was the number that they That's gave. That's exactly right. Yep. Was L.A. Noir. 
See, Ooh. I remembered that. I am so impressive. That's excellent. Wow. Uh, and then uh, the top selling console um, was the 360. Uh, this mm-hmm. the, was the 360 last month, and I think the it was sales were up like 36 or 38 or 39 percent, um, something like that for the month. Um, and of course, uh, the 3DS sales are still abysmal. I read today that the they just hit a million sales in Japan, um, which yeah. is interesting because uh, the DS the DS consoles have been like crack in Japan. That you know, like everybody sure. had like one in each hand, one tied to their forehead, and one in their <laughs> one in each pocket. Yeah. Um, so no one's digging these, huh? And, you know, and here's the interesting thing is that there have been no good games for these. Really. <laughs> That's what I was just gonna say is people are 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 probably waiting until a good game comes out and, and there has. And that been. yeah, and that's the thing is that you know is it is it is it the price point. or is it just that no good games have come out yet? Because they're supposed. To, I mean, there are some good games coming. There mm-hmm. really are. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what the sales do. Like when Legend of Zelda comes out this weekend, if sales, you know, it'll be interesting to see the NPD numbers for this month to see if the if the sales jump with with Legend of Zelda coming out. I mean, but there are some awesome freaking games like Paper Mario 3DS is coming mm-hmm. out, Luigi's Mansion. Um, this week the the 3DS like we the 3DS Wear store opened. Um, oh, nice. Alex just passed out. And that was not me. I believe that was Sarah. <laughs> what? What happened? <laughs> At least she didn't bring us into the bathroom with her. Oh. I did not, ladies. <laughs> you stayed outside. But, you know, wait, I got to ask. Legend of Zelda, is this like uh, old school or is this like an updated it's version? It's an updated version of the Ocarina of Time. Yeah. So it's going to be like intense, this. Like, it's, it'd be really cool because they're, they're realizing it now and with all the graphics. And 3D, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, also, real quick side note from this list that you have up here is that the Lego game you were talking about is number three on this list for most sold games in May. So, My, oh, my Pirates? Your yeah, pirates. your Pirates of the Caribbean. Number it's two is gr- that stupid, stupid thing that we don't need to talk about because Alex swears a lot when we do. So, Uh-oh, I better look at the list. Well, let me tell you what it is. It's Brink. <laughs> it's Brink. Uh-huh. Stupid 150 quadrillion, quadrillion. Male and men and zero females. Well... Well, we just, you know, we just wanted to have a quality game, and we thought it was more important to have a lot of different ma- male options. Shut up, Bethesda. Yeah, What's his name? Paul. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go again. Okay. <laughs> so you can tell him to go fuck yourself again. <laughs> See, you said it that time, not me. I win. Oh. You said the F word before I did. Oh, yeah, I did. Oh, well. Um, and then the other, um, the other thing... thing big news has been the the trade show three uh e3 was last week and i think um there's was there were some pretty interesting things that were announced i think for the most part it was pretty um, it was pretty underwhelming for me i think the the you know the we you i'm not we're not gonna talk about this for a long time because everybody's talked about it a million times we missed our opportunity to talk about it in depth i think but that we you you know that's that uh, that's pretty stupid to me it's gonna have to really i will not and i know i say this all the time there's no way in hell though i'm pre-ordering it i'm not buying it on release i gotta see it i gotta play with it because i am totally and completely just kind of like about it um especially that big stupid handheld handheld tablet slash uh controller slash 
telephone book slash Simon player, whatever the hell it is. No, I'm not impressed. <laughs> but I am, but I am excited for some of the, um, well, I will say what looks interesting is the Fable the Journey game that's supposed to come out for Connect. Um, it's more interesting now that uh, Peter Molyneux has come out and said, no, no, no. Um, <laughs> I know it looked like the game was on rails and you're just like standing in one place and fighting, but we took the navigation out of the demo and it's not really on rails. You're really going to be able to navigate and move around and fight and, and, steer, your, and steer your horse and carriage. And I'm like, yeah, Peter, sounds good. Who the fuck's going to believe that one? <laughs> you got trashed so bad for making another game on rails that they went back and said, okay, we can't release this this way. So it's mm -hmm. going to come out like a whole year later than they than they intentioned, they intentioned originally because mm -hmm. now they've got to like remake that whole game. But you know what? I love Fable games. And, you know, I even like the... I even like the newer ones that the new one that's not like the old one. It's just something about the Fable universe. I'd buy it anyway. I would too. I just love the Fable games. Yeah, yeah there's something about them. Hmm. They're good. I'll I'll give I'll give you mine sometime, Sarah, if you haven't played them before. Uh, I, I've seen Fable two kind of played, but I haven't played it myself. Oh yeah, you can do an exchange. Yeah. Yeah. Should do okay. Yeah. Who else has their news items they want to throw mm. out there? I don't have any news items. You mean these are mine? No, I mean, uh, just choose ones that you want to talk about. Well, I guess I was interested in the one that said that video games actually produced calm. Yeah, that's sort of weird. Yeah, I mean, with this very ant, uh, well, it's counterintuitive. We hear that the kids that play video games are, you know. ADD and all this stuff, and I wonder. This... I wonder if these are coming out. I'm sorry to interrupt you. If they are no, coming out in light of uh, like McGonagall's claim to make the better world of, or the world a better place through games, because you have a bunch of links up here. Like video games make people kinder. Yeah. They make people more relaxed. They make people yeah. care about peace. So I wonder yeah. if this is like becoming a new narrative that people are telling now. Oh well, I think it, you're probably right because it was very much in the news. You know, in the last couple of weeks, mm -hmm. and um, basically, like you said, uh, saying that video games. I mean, what they were trying to show, and you're you're going to have that right, is like a backlash. Um, right. You know, where people are tired of hearing how video games are violent all the time. So now we're going to start talking about how they're great. And so, I, but I was surprised by hearing that they were in fact calming. I was surprised to hear that they were in fact. Um, made people more relaxed. You know, I mean, it's just not something that we're used to hearing. But aren't they I, talking about specific kinds of games? I think that that's, uh, yeah. that's the thing is that I think they're pushing those crazy ass Zen Zen games. You know what I mean? I do have a Zen garden on my iPhone, but I think I think part of it too. And I saw this. I, I don't know the study off the top of my head, but I saw some articles a few years ago. A string of them come out about. Um, how people who play violent video games are less likely to commit a violent act. Right. We've talked about this before, I think. Um, yeah, we have. Because you work through those types of emotions or whatever. Well, exactly. What it, what, what, what I've 
learned or heard, you know, that's, that's buy into Carl Jung's idea of the shadow self where we have the sort of darker aspect of our personality. Well, video games give, uh, an give it an outlet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give it an outlet. And so you can go ahead and do that in an acceptable way. Therefore, you will not do it out in the world. Well, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like, the, like all of the horrible names that you and Sam have been calling me lately. <laughs> Because, oh my uh, God. because of playing oh L.A. Noir, <laughs> you should see these texts. I don't even have... want to know. I don't have any idea what the texts say. <laughs> oh. Sam does. You know exactly well, what I'm talking about. That's Sarah. That I had nothing to do with that. I'm putting it Probably on Sarah. It. I'll own it. Um, but, <laughs> you know... But, I mean, that's exactly what Carl Jung's point was, is that if you give, and in, in Stephen King had an article called Why We Crave Horror Movies, same thing, where if we go out and we feed these sort of darker parts of ourselves, then we won't test it or try it out in the real world. This is the way we can feed it, and it's fine. Mm-hmm. So it does seem to me, and a lot of studies will support it, is that, um, yeah, video games give us the opportunity i mean like well, like i said with red dead redemption i shot this one guy in the back to get his deed to the house well i'm not gonna do that in real life right i mean most people that know me would be like no sarah's not that person you know yeah. um and i think there's but, really convincing arguments on both sides but you just you know yeah right you just right, can't right. get around that people react differently to different no I, I i do think that there are very compelling arguments to both sides i agree with you on that mm-hmm. too yeah but um so no it was interesting to see that they were claiming that we're calmer if we play video games and we're kinder if we play video games. Because that's just not what we're used to hearing. Mm-hmm, exactly. I'm not. I'm angry <laughs> all the time. That is such a lie. <laughs> <laughs> angry birds. Oh. You know, they could have called it, you know, happy birds, but they called it angry birds. Why is it angry? I guess some of the birds have kind of an angry look on their face. They look kind of pissed off. Yeah. Well, they're angry because the pigs have stolen their eggs. Well, you know, I watched The View this morning because it's what I do. And Whoopi Goldberg was admitting that she is a fan of angry birds. Okay. Mm-hmm. And which I was like, seriously, you're talking about video games? So, yeah, Whoopi Goldberg was admitting she plays angry birds. And that was her point. She's like. I do not like eggs. I don't want to eat them. I don't understand when people eat them. And she's like, I don't care if the pigs steal my eggs. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like she just doesn't like like eating eggs. Yeah, I don't think she understands the whole concept of eating eggs. But and even still, Whoopi Goldberg to sit there on live television telling us that she plays Angry Birds. I thought that's kind of a victory. That's very interesting. Yeah, I was curious. Yeah, but it's an iPhone game, and people can justify playing iPhone games because they're not really video games in their mind. I think, yeah. Well, it's so funny. The gaming community reacts oppositely to that. Like you can't. Like Cody was telling me, uh, a gamer friend of ours was saying the other day, like he was happy to get to some um, some PC games because he had felt bad he'd only had time to play iPhone games lately. (laughs) It is funny. You're right. She probably wouldn't play a console game or admit that she did, but she'd be more than happy to say she played, you know, Angry Birds on her phone while she's waiting at the doctor's office, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, but speaking of which, well, some games I think people are playing that haven't played games before. Because I know I've run into people, some people more, more recently that I know didn't play games before because they talked about their kids playing games 
But since the Connect has come out, they're playing stuff like Zumba Fitness and yeah. something that mm-hmm. Alex and I had actually, Alex actually played too, was Dance Central. It was so fun. But definitely <laughs> like a group game for me. It's kind of like the Wii. Like I hardly ever took out my Wii unless I had people over, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Any other interesting news items we want to cover, ladies? I don't think so. I think that's about all. I mean, really, the most interesting. Yeah. All right. So, sex. We'll talk about this in a number of different ways, I'm sure. But there's something I got to throw out. And I posted this on the blog. Mm -hmm. Alex and I have been talking more more about this. Is that, okay, I understand. I knew from the beginning that... L.A. Noir was a rock star game. Mm-hmm. L.A. Noir is a rock star game. I'll say it again. L.A. Noir is a rock star game. <laughs> and I have often had my issues with rock star games because of the treatment of women in rock star games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I keep saying that, don't I? Mm-hmm. And and I complained a little bit early on about uh, Cole Phelps's first partner, who called all women bitches, regardless of whether they were living and dead, living or dead, victims or suspects. They were just bitch, 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 bitch. Cole, yeah. bitch, lying, bitch, dead, bitch, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, he did. Yeah. <clears throat> but as we progressed into the game, it, it became more and more uh, disturbing the treatment of women. Because there was so much going on. Um, well, you know, hopefully everybody's at least a little bit in. If you're, if you're not, please um, note that Spoiler. there may be some spoilers. Um, I am really starting to get fed up with not only the, not only, you know, the dead bitch, lying bitch, cold bitch, but also subsequent partners who say, yeah, if I had a wife who acted like this, I'd smack her around too. If she was yep. out drinking and carousing, mm-hmm. you yep. know, talks about going. And this is his his wife and his uh, his wife, his partner in homicide, um, who talks about you know, um, you know, all the wives he's had, um, who justifies not only violence against women, um, but always says stuff like well it's got to be the husband if she turns up dead because she was out drinking and she wasn't doing what she was supposed to so he probably killed her which is almost this interesting justification for if a woman doesn't do what she's supposed to be doing it's okay for the man to kill her right that's really interesting um because you do kind of find out about how these women before they ended up dead, were doing something like drinking, or they were they out were, with men, or they were trying to get money, you know, like well, they're too all ambitious out. or whatever. Well, they're, they're all, all out, out to the bar. Yeah. yeah. Right. Or after dark. We won't even say late at night. Right. right. As if, like, women couldn't be killed at home doing dishes like they're supposed to be or something. Right. <laughs> right. Um, and it's really driving me bonkers. Mm-hmm. It is really, I mean, it's, it's pissing me off to no end that, you know, this is okay, right? And then the display of the women, right? I understand that, you know, this is supposed to be kind of, you know, modeled after the Black Dahlia case and so on and so forth. But the splayed, naked, sodomized, tortured, um, 
posthumously cut up and written upon with right li red lipstick bodies is just a little bit of freaking overkill. And and Alex and I were talking about this earlier and she came and she came up with a really good point. She said it's almost like Rockstar said, "Hey, if we shield if we if we mask all this shit in in 1940s mystery culture, then people can't accuse us of misogyny." That's right. That's right. And and I'm like like I like to give the benefit of the doubt in this situation and for a long time while I was playing I kept thinking like no they're just trying to portray what it would have been like on the force in the 50s and I like kept giving it the benefit of the doubt but like as your Cole Phelps sitting there straddling this naked body with yes. her pubic hair yeah. hanging out and she's cut yes. up and sodomized it's like look yeah look Rockstar I was with you when I was you know shooting people and stuff but like it's so intimate that it really I don't think it gets squeamish very often, but it really makes me squeamish. Well, like we said earlier, I mean, it's very graphic. Like you said, I mean, uh, I mean, I guess, like you said, we're trying to recreate what you might experience on a homicide case. And of course, you know, they're going to take you places that TV will not. Right. Mm -hmm. So they're going to take you to that victim and in, in the body. Um, there's, a, there's a line between doing it appropriate, between doing it and then doing it as an excuse just to be as misogynistic oh, as no. possible, right? <laughs> no, and I absolutely agree yeah. with you on that, Alex. I mean, I think you could maybe make the claim that they're trying to give you an experience that TV will not. You know, sure. they're they're sure. pushing an envelope. Um, but you could all, just easily make the claim that well, Rockstar has a history here, and oh yeah, they're. They're not the ones to do that per se, but yeah, you you do straddle her, you do straddle the, the the dead naked victim when you get to the certain unit. And spoiler alert, but yeah, I mean there are her breasts and, and there you said like you said her pubic hair. I mean you you don't miss a beat, you know. I mean it's all right there, um, which I guess would be okay, but. As you say, there's that. I don't know if it's because the the partner, like you said, Samantha, calling them bitches, and oh, I would tire iron my wife if she talked to me that way. I mean, like, there's a certain culture they're creating that it's like I'm not comfortable as a female with this. Maybe if we were a female investigator, I could right. get by that. But it, well, I and I keep I keep like coming up against it too because like I didn't mind it in Rockstar when we committed violence against, when I as a character committed violence against women. Like, it, it, it didn't bother me, but um, this, it just really bothers me. Maybe, maybe you're right, maybe it's like the whole culture of the game, maybe because it's so narrative or it's so trying to get you to feel like that actual character. Because you're supposed uh -huh. to be reading people's facial cues and supposed right, to be doing right. these things. And so, like, when you're buying, the more you buy into the character, the more you, like, kind of feel the things the character are doing. And so you really feel it when he's like you know on these naked women and people well, are calling them bitches they've purposely held back i mean at least where i am in the game okay uh the wife and the kid we've been we've been alluded to the fact there is such but we've never seen it he wears a wedding ring mm -hmm. so right. i mean we are not emotionally tied to what's going on yet and I mean, I don't mind it. I mean, like you said, I mean, I can handle it. I mean, I, I can handle it. It's I think it's because Rockstar has such a dubious history. Maybe I'm wrong, but we, we've, we've killed, like you said, we've killed prostitutes in games. We're shooting saloon, you know, hooker. You know, I mean, I, 
if they didn't have such a misogynistic history, it might be different. But yeah, <sighs> yeah, there's a lot behind behind each action that Rockstar does in their games. I suppose. Well, I kind of feel that way, and I feel like, well, this is just one step, but now you're trying to make it acceptable. But I'd be okay with it if this was just narrative. But I feel like there's something else added to. I don't know. I mean, there's also not a lot. Like I. I, I can find that type of stuff more tall. I can tolerate more in games when they are when like like head they have the partner that's bitch this bitch that, and then there's and then they like make that character like a really dislikable person, and everyone in the yeah. game kind of hates them, and it's like sh- and he's shunned. But right. it's just like a couple lame. Don't talk like that from Cole Phelps, and that's like the only time in the in this game in the game that I in the entire time I've been playing that anybody has called into question. Um, that type of language and that type of behavior and stuff. So that I think that's a huge miss because because even if you're dealing with a population who you feel is probably really sexist, you could still say something right. interesting with it by having people question the discourse. I suppose. Well, of course. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah. No, I agree. So uh, Samantha's blog post you know, held mm-hmm. some weight with me, especially as I get further into the game, because I'm like, yes, I understand Black Dahlia, okay, I know what happened, it's history, but at the same time, it's like, I don't know. <laughs> what do you I think, Sam? Know. You haven't said anything in a while, you brought it up. I've been talking, and I'm, and I'm really, I'm really, I don't know. You're torn. I'm torn. I'm torn, because <clears throat> It's like a train wreck. And yeah. I can't even say I can't even say that I'm playing the game because you know, despite despite my misgivings about the way that women are treated in the game anymore because I think at first that was it. It was like things were starting to kind of bother me, but I was enjoying the game so much that I was still playing it. Mm-hmm. Now I think I'm now I think I'm I'm playing it more because it is a train wreck and I'm just playing to see how terrible it's going to get. Yeah. Because I know I know it's ramping up, and I know it's going to get worse. It is ramping up. I, I can agree with that too. I can tell it is. I'm about ready to go to disc three, and I can tell it's ramping up. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that's. I think at that at this point, that's that's why I'm playing it. Well, you know, this is. I suppose. It's going to seem humorous because we're not used to it. But I posted on my Facebook. Maybe you guys noticed. Maybe you didn't. About that old lady. Who killed five husbands. I did not see that. No. Okay. Well, we have the Black Dahlia, Jack the Ripper. I mean, all these horrible, dreadful, violent murders that are committed against women. I mean, we hear about it constantly, right? Mm -hmm. It's part of our psyche as women. Here's this lady. She killed five husbands. She was called the Black Widow. Okay. Now, do you think somebody's going to make a video game about her killing these husbands? It'd be the same difference as what we're playing with L.A. Noir. Yeah. But nobody's going to make that game, are they? Because it's too, what, close to home? We, we don't often see games yet where the woman is the perpetrator. That would be nice. Or even like SVU episodes or Criminal Minds episodes. Like whenever there, you're right, whenever there's a woman perpetrator. But then again, I mean... 
It's less likely. It's true. Yeah. yeah, I think like the statistics of women in jail for murder um, when they murder someone other than the husband who's beating them is really is really small. They usually commit the crime against their children. But what I'm saying is, this lady is fucking hilarious. I mean, yeah. I don't I don't mean to think she's funny, but I kind of do. I mean, she's like I, if I had read it, I think I would totally support your <laughs> yeah, opinion I mean, on this like, article. I haven't read. She's like eighty six, and she died. I mean, she's dead now, so they can't they can't prosecute her. But my point is, of course, well, we're not going to see a video game of this. I mean, I doubt it. Huh. Okay, and, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Ellen Noir will be a female perpetrator. It's a size eight shoe, so I mean, they're I mean, spoiler alert. But I mean, part of what I'm thinking is that's a pretty small fucking adult male shoe. But at the same time, you know, we're glamorizing again in yet another medium violence against women, mm-hmm. and it, it does. It, it gets old. Yeah. And that's it's pretty interesting. I mean, and we were, because uh, Alex and I were having this discussion earlier today, and mm-hmm. I and I said, you know, I don't know, kind of, I'm not sure of whether or not there there's definitely an issue not only with misogyny but also with, um, with a question of masculinity. Because oh, that's right. This is really interesting. Oftentimes, it is it is the man who is seen as being weak not necessarily the man that's seen as being the one who who um the homicide partner thinks has stood up and killed his wife because she was doing something but because you know he's like oh my god why is she she's dead what happened blah 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 but it's seen as being weak that gets slapped around mm-hmm. right who almost who who gets like literally keeps literally getting slapped. slapped around not not <laughs> punched not you know but more slapped around in terms of you know i'm gonna treat you i'm gonna treat you like the quote-unquote bitch you are right right um and i think that that's pretty interesting and i and i wonder how much that's going to have to do with the size eight shoe are they going to further kind of um are they further going to kind of kind of further manifest this lack of masculinity in a male in a male character who is cowardly in his killing in many ways because it's you yes. know it's it's kind of serial killer done in the darkness of night um drunk who, who, they're drunk who, who's, victims who's the yep the women are drunk um so they have to get them when they're helpless but who also is um trying to think of a good way to put this, who is also is who is also so impotent, perhaps, uh, right. that they cannot, even in even in the act of rape, cannot commit vaginal rape. Right. But right. sodomizes these women. Right. Right. So there is no chance so there is no chance for procreation, you know, even though he's gonna kill him anyway. But all of these things are going on. And I think that all of these are kind of interesting things that are playing into it. So I'm like, why sodomize them? Why not just rape them? Um, you know, because rape is you know, rape regardless of whether it's vaginal rape or anal rape is an act of violence, right? Mm-hmm. Not a sex act anyway. But why point it's domination. Out? And why mm-hmm. Right, and why you know add in the fact that 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 this this killer has a size eight shoe, 
And that is yeah. really prevalent Huge. in the game. They keep yes. they do things over yeah, and over. Yeah, the size eight shoe keeps coming up over and over and over again. That's a small adult male shoe. I'm sorry. And then and, and they're like, oh my have a size eight. But I'm like, God, I mean my dad's like I five size eleven. Eight. He has a ten. Yeah, I was I wear like size eight men's shoe. That is a small male shoe. You know, so I that's why I think maybe they're hedging towards a woman, but I don't know what would be gained. Maybe from that. I don't know. Samantha. Oh my gosh, Sam is the killer. Where have you been? And you had this whole career as a feminist <laughs> just to throw us off. Exactly. And I'm huh. really, I'm really living out living out the life of a serial killer in a 1940s uh, video game. Interesting. You know, I kind of thought that, but I, I didn't thought that about you too. Yeah, we didn't want to say anything. So we thought nobody's going to believe us. Well, I was worried you'd kill me. There's that too. Mm-hmm. Sure. She's more likely to kill you because you're in the same town. I guess I'm safer. Yeah, oh, gas is really expensive. She's not coming up here. Yeah, but but wouldn't she be so much less likely <laughs> to kill you? They wouldn't think Sam automatically because right. she's from really far away. Plus, she has a mm-hmm. solid alibi, which is me. Mm-hmm. Well, well, that's yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, she's not going to drive and spend that gas money. I'm I'm okay. So no, what she's point- saying is, you're the one who does have to worry because I have perfect alibi if I kill you. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. Sam's got a ready-made alibi. Yeah, Uh, Sam and I fell asleep in the yard. Where are you right now? (laughs) Just, you know, just wondering. Where are you? (laughs) She's outside my patio. That's how we knew you weren't drinking lemonade. (gasps) What? Oh, well. Because I'm looking in your window. (laughs) I thought so. You can't see. And you just hear scraping. (laughs) Oh, I heard that. Um... Yeah, now I'm totally creeped out. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, well. It's just going to be Smalls' faces. I'm just going to paper you. I know, wall. that's all I can see is Smalls. <laughs> but She's I turning think, into a serial killer. I know she is. Well, I said that last night, but I do remember that. But <laughs> I think um, uh, with our sex video games, I mean, L.A. Noir, you know, stands out to us because it's a big game. Like you said, it sold how many copies? Eight hundred ninety-nine thousand. I mean, good God, that—that's more than any movie, right? No movie's touching that, and you know it's going for sixty dollars a pop. Sixty bucks at, with a free T-shirt from Target. Exactly. So I mean, that's a lot of money. It's—it's it's surpassing these sorry-ass movies they're showing us, like X Men First Class, Super Eight, you know, whatever. And. So we're all playing it, and we're all trying to get through. And three discs, I mean, I applaud them for at least giving us, they're, they're attempting to give us the illusion anyway, of our money's worth, right? Like, we're yeah, going to need three discs. You know, mm-hmm. and, okay. And so we're we're playing it, but you're right. I mean, Rockstar, for whatever reason, cannot get away from the gender disparity. And like you said, Samantha, they, they, or, you know, they set it back in the 40s, 30s, you know, to kind of mask it. But there's a misogyny at work in all of their games, and I don't know why. And and how do we, you know, the, uh, my post that I I didn't quite make it to the news is that the average age of a gamer now is 37. Okay, mm-hmm. they're my age. An average age of, a, age of a gamer is 37. And the other news article was that they're primarily women. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I am the average gamer. And I play this and I think, okay, that's cool. It's like CSI, which I like. And it's probably my age group and my gender that's made that 
you know, TV show a success. Mm-hmm. But I watch it and I'm like, okay, it's fun. It's a puzzle, whatever. But at the same time, yeah, there's no guys that have been killed in this era. You know, does it have to be women? Do I have to see these things? I mean, yeah, I, you're right. I mean, it gets under my skin because I'm, I'm going to play it. You know, I'm, we're going to play it through. You know, we all will. But at the mm-hmm. same time, grudgingly, you know, I, I just don't understand. Well, and I think, like, the, the, the shift in video games is coming off of stuff we were talking about before with casual and hardcore games. Um, the reason the average gamer is 37 and female is because we define what games are differently. Um, and they're, I mean, they're obviously there's ones that are more accessible to different types of gamers now. So that helps broaden the pool. But also if we didn't call solitaire a game right. 20 years ago, we only counted what, uh, <laughs> like, like, uh, what was, what was 20 years ago? Like, um, <laughs> what was the game we were just talking about? Well, Pong. I, we were just talking about it. Zelda. Like, Zelda, Zelda was yeah. the only thing that counted on a console or something like that. Mm-hmm. That would be a different type of gamer. But but even though, even if women were playing video games then. So I think that's part of it. But um, but you can tell, at least I think it's pretty obvious, that Rockstar doesn't see that gamer that you say as their primary audience. I mean, they would make a different game, wouldn't they? I, I mean, I would think so. I, I don't know. I mean, I know, they are most blatant about it. You know, like we've all admitted to killing hookers in in the Grand Theft Auto game. You <laughs> oh, know, well, I, I haven't admitted to any such thing. Oh yes, you certainly have. We've all done it. Door. We've stamped them, got our money back. You know, but we, it's not the same. They're making it more and more personal. Which, on the one hand, I applaud because we should not see murder as something so you know tossed off. But at the same time, it kind of also makes it more disturbing. I, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm am I nuts with that. I mean, it's I really know. what we're asking for. Just some more dudes getting killed. I mean, in the game, like no. if we were standing over a naked dude body, with that. Well, we would never see better? that because you wouldn't want to see their wiener. <laughs> well, I don't want to. Had a lot of news lately. <laughs> anybody, but well, I mean, uh, hey, hey, hey! Don't make fun of wiener. Um. <laughs> Can we use that as like the sound bit as the intro to the show? <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Don't make fun of Wiener. If your name is Wiener, just don't do that. But you know, I don't know. I don't know how I'd feel if they had if he was straddling a naked man with his penis. Let's say in you know pubic hair and everything hanging out, which is what they're doing to women. It, it would be no different. Right, it would be, it's unfortunate that their games are getting more personal, differently violent, so it's not like total just m- killing of NPCs that you have no connection to. Yeah. Uh, but, it, but, it, but, it's, but it's unfortunate that it has to always be against women, no matter what. Yeah, so genre. far it is always against women. I think that's probably the problem, is every single case we've, in, we've investigated on the homicide desk is against uh, violence against women. That's right. And I know that it's probably likely that that's what happens in real life. I don't think that's the only people who are getting killed, though. It seems like it seems lazy to me, actually, to like not be able to come up with some crimes that show either more accurately what things that were happening or more interestingly. Like I would rather things be interesting than true, you know. You know, I think I agree with you, and I think that's probably part of you know what what, what we're debating here is. 
okay, we know Black Dahlia, okay, you know, and spoiler alert, but they've talked about it the whole time, like, they're kind of comparing the wolf man against, you know, the werewolf against Dahlia, and so we know that Dahlia's out there, mm-hmm. which, what, is, like, kind of on the same level as a, a Jack the Ripper, but not quite to that, well, I get, it probably is to that extreme, but at the same time, okay, fine, 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 fine. But there's plenty of other cases you investigate that don't have to do with that storyline. Right. And, and and there's so many other things in history that we don't already know about. That why do we have to mine something that... There is a guy killed in that, though. Isn't the guy in the back of the car? Yes, you're right. The guy who got hit with the car. Or was that all a hoax? The oh, guy I who got hit with the car that was, was one. Hoax. He was the guy in the back of the car, like the tire iron guy. That was a hoax, right? No, the one that got hit with outside the bar? I thought said that spoiler was... alert, right? Yeah. Yeah, we said both. Spoiler. Okay. The guy who got hit outside Okay, the she's bar. talking about two different... She's talking yeah, about I'm two. talking about a different one. I'm not talking about that you, one. The guy talking, with the pig. Think, Are you talking about pig? Wait, I think she's talking about a... You're talking... Was yours a side case? Mine? That I'm yeah. talking about? The one you're talking about, the guy no, with I'm the talking. Pig? No, I'm talking about the one where it, you say, like, the train... It's by the train tracks, and you see the car, and there's a... Oh, that was a hoax. Not, not a tire iron. It was a piece of plumbing. No, but that was a hoax. That was right. a hoax. Okay. Yeah, that one was a hoax. Right. The one I'm talking about was outside of a bar. Dude wasn't dead. Yeah, the dude wasn't dead. He was trying to get away from his wife. Right. <laughs> right. There you go. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about, though, where the guy got hit outside the car, but it was it was in part due to the woman he was with or right. something, his, right? It, it, she, was, it was his wife's fault he got killed. His wife was planning to run away with another dude, so <laughs> she pushed him into the street or something. Right. Women are the... the that's dead. just... That's just... That hurts my heart. <laughs> her nasty piece of fruit. I mean, that's what they're doing. Oh my gosh. That's depressing. I thought sex and games was going to be fun. I, I mostly thought sexy games. So that's why I was they excited. They can be. Yeah, we haven't done our complete research. I mean, remember way back when we started this topic, I had this sexy game that I think you're supposed to use the controller and yeah, kind the of. The controller's the vibrator, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, unseemly ways. I like the uh, that, gir- that girl gaming site that did like a full workup of it. <laughs> you guys, you guys saw that. That was in the thing you posted. I think so. Yeah, that that's explained. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so uh, well, of course, we still have all of that we can talk about. We're talking about sort of gender in games still yet. Sex in games. Mm-hmm. Be, yeah, like you say, how we would use games to gratify. And I'm hoping nobody looks at La Noir and. Well, like I told you, he he looking for clues. His hand kind of seems a little bit fishy around the naked breast. I mean, just I, I could be wrong. We need we need we need fact check on that though. Right, we... you know, t- take a look at it. I, I'm we just need throwing fact it out. check. We need to record it. We need to uh, yeah screenshot or it didn't happen. So yeah. screenshot it didn't but, happen. Like, I will get a screenshot, and um, you know, but I mean, uh. You know, more like a, a game that is designed solely for the purpose of gratification, which I hope, like I said, Nelly Noir doesn't do that. For well, people. and Pornhub uh, always oh. introduces the next new medium. Right. Next- right. But that's probably for another time since I think we're over. Probably we are. Not to be the party pooper, like usual. You always are. Oh, Alex is always the party pooper. I know. I definitely am. Ask if she's a. Always trying to get sleep. I know. I know. People think I'm just crazy because I like to sleep. But I don't. Who understands that? (laughs) You sleep when you're dead. 
you go. <laughs> oh, uh, no, I will not. I will be dead then, and I will sleep now. Yes, and I understand. I find it very enjoyable. Because <laughs> we're middle-aged. <laughs> Goodness. All right, ladies. Broke-ass gamers, should we do some of that? Broke-ass deals for broke-ass gamers. <clears throat> That's all you, Sam. Um, it's all me. Well, uh, well, there's a couple of things. Um, <clears throat> uh, Amazon has their dads and grads sale, but believe it or not, they'll sell it to you even if you're not a dad or a grad. Um, where they got tw- they got uh, lots of different games on sale, and, and they have twenty bucks off of even some fairly new games like Portal Two and Mortal Kombat. So there's some good things out there in Amazon. Um, Best Buy has another pretty good deal where they've got buy one and get fifty percent off a second select game. Um, so I have, and even some of the stuff that they included in the second select game um, category is brand new stuff like Duke Nukem Forever. Boo, boo, um, mm, boo. which I have not played, but the but but I'm the boycotting. reviews I've heard of mm-hmm. heard and seen have not been too promising. Um, but any game that starts with a guy getting a blowjob is not the kind of game that I want to mm. play anyway. Well, I don't necessarily have a problem with that, but if it takes you 10 years to make a game, then things that were cool 10 years ago probably aren't going to be as interesting anymore. Exactly. I don't know. But. I got issues with the blowjob, but, you know, that's me. Yeah. I think that's a lesbian thing. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know the context of the blowjob, but... <laughs> Anywho. Um, Steam, um, <clears throat> Steam has some things. They've got... Um, well, here again, they've got 10% off Duke Nukem Forever and the new Deus Ex Human Revolution game. <clears throat> Excuse me. They've also got um, Shadow Harvest Phantom Ops for 10 bucks. Then they had the midweek sale that I actually just saw a couple a couple minutes before we started um, that didn't look too bad, and I can't remember what it was because there's always a really good midweek sale um, that we usually are just missing because... Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. We usually record on Thursday, but this week we're recording on what's the day? Tuesday. Tuesday. Well, that Wednesday. was Wednesday. It just turned to midnight. I thought it was Monday, so thanks. I typically turn into a pumpkin at midnight, so I'm surprised I'm still here. Mm. That's because you're turning slow. Either that, or it's not really midnight. It's like eleven fifty nine, and we still got we still got fifty odd. We still got time. <clears throat> um, those were the the deals for broke ass gamers that I found. Um, for this week. I don't know what other people have found. Nope. Um, But remember, and I'm waiting, waiting, waiting. If there's anybody else out there like me who is like still waiting and, you know, blowing the dust occasionally off of their 3DS. um, (laughs) Excuse me. Gosh. Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time 3DS comes out this Sunday. Comes out on the 19th. For some reason, I had the 16th in my head, and I've been counting down to the 16th. And I'm like, no, wait, I got three more damn days. That's super <laughs> sad. Isn't that really sad? That's that my very life. Sad. That's my life. That's really sad. <clears throat> Excuse me. You know what I've been thinking about a lot that's coming up pretty soon is the new Harry Potter movie? Yeah. Yeah, that's the July 15th. Yeah, that's right. Kid me? I have the Lego game. I got it for my birthday. <laughs> yeah, we got to do another midnight showing. Yeah, we got to do another midnight showing. With kazoozles. <laughs> With kazoozles. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay, so the midweek game for Steam is uh, 40% off Dark Spore. It's twenty nine ninety nine. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I, I thought so, that. too. Nice. 
Anything else, folks? Oh, That's all I got. That's all we got. So next week, um, we're actually going to make a real attempt to record live. Um, <laughs> we will post to our Facebook. Uh, we'll post to our Facebook page where we'll be uh, and when we'll be there. Um, <clears throat> but I imagine Thursday will probably be a good day for most of us. Since Wednesday is my babe, my little babe's birthday, so I'll be home doing uh, cake and ice cream and prepping for you know a real kid's birthday party on the weekend. Uh, but you know, since my mom will be in town, um, we'll be doing a uh, we'll be doing a live broadcast. We'll have some we'll have a quote unquote studio audience. I'm very um, excited for that, and I'm oh, sure awesome. going to get rowdy real quick. Um, but I'm really, really looking forward to it. Um, so until then, uh, thanks for joining us this week. And we look forward to seeing you, hearing from you. Um, if you want to contact us at uh, nymgamer at gmail.com, contact us via our Facebook page or our Twitter feed, which is at m n y m gamer, um, or just kind of hunt any of us down on Xbox Live, PSN, Steam. All of our handles are online on our, on our webpage, which is, of course, nymgamer.com. All right. <laughs> so until literally this time next week, um, uh, you know, have fun, play games, and uh, keep cool. Hell, it's going to be hot. It All is right. going to mm. be hot. It is. <laughs> have a great week, folks. Bye. 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 -bye.